Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast. I'm Shaniqua. And I'm Keisha. So let's get this show started, you guys. So happy, oh, I was gonna say happy women's women's history month, everyone, especially to all the women. Specifically the women. <laughs> specifically the women. Yeah. I don't even know if men's history, I'm pretty sure it exists, but we're not talking about that right now. But specifically to the women. Uh, especially since we are both, you know, women and we experience this. I don't remember Women's History Month being celebrated as much when I was a kid. Me either. I really don't. But I felt like it became more popular. Uh-huh. Like, because, you know, once the feminist or feminist uh, girl, I want to say, right, the feminist movement, mm-hmm. like, really took off. I feel like that didn't, like, take off, take off until, like, the 2000s, like, late 2000s, like, mm-hmm. After I graduated, graduated from college, two thousand. So that's when I felt like it probably, you know, became more and more popular to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's so the, the history around you know the month was that it started in the eighties, and it's that's like how we said. I don't even remember it even coming up as much as we celebrated everything else in school. You think about it like you would think they would have said that. Um, and it started in the 80s and it started as a week and then it's a month. But I mean, I do like the fact that it is popular. I love the, I just love the uproar of women right now. Like, right. me too. Like That's how they say specifically the black female, women. Specifically, the future is female. It is like we're becoming CEOs now of companies that it was not even heard of 30 years ago to have a woman, specifically a black woman as a CEO, Oracle and Starbucks just did it. I want to say Sam's as well. Actually, it's... Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like four or five. They are women, Black women CEOs. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, Mm -hmm. wow. You know, just to see this and like, Black women, like, I mean, they say the future is female. And I truly believe that because we... We're no longer in those, what I would say, gender norms. I don't really even go by those but how you know it was it wasn't known for a woman to just be this to be this powerful you know back in the day mm-hmm. you were at home with the kids that's what you did you had babies and you did that you wasn't you know and it was a time where women did work but it wasn't like it is now we're like all right I can meet my man where he at now that was unheard of back in the day and so I or was, he can meet me where I'm at that that part you're right he, he can meet me where I'm at that's real that's real and so I just I love it I don't know I love to be a part of this like like when they were like I'm so proud to be so happy to be a part of the gang I'm so happy to be a part of the gang especially black women because we are on and up, and up. Like, just like uh, I don't know if you all are aware of Sonya B she I found her from Instagram she's a black uh boutique owner and mm-hmm. she has this shirt that says black women are the creators of fly shit and I just feel that because we really are so like you know we're we're highlighting all women but specifically we're black so of course we're going to highlight talk exactly. about black women because we're black so when I seen that shirt I was just like baby yes because yeah, B is from it. Mississippi, Jackson, Mississippi. I remember her when I was in college, like before she even got to the point that she is now. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when she just had started her boutique and where she at now. And boom. And she's like, I have I, I think that's her who I spoke to a few times. Like once I order some stuff, I don't know mm-hmm. if it's like her team or whatever, but the, if it is her, she's always pleasant. Like if I have questions regarding like orders or anything like that always pleasant to uh speak to i mean we're seeing the of upcoming like women where they're making million dollar days like launching making a million Mm -hmm. dollars black women coming out the gate a million dollars like um even i have i've been getting into more black owned luxury lines and so mm-hmm. um one of the handbags, which is Tasha handbags, um yes. the owner, her name is Tawana. I love her. Um, very, you know, just supportive of her, the conversations I've had with her, like amazing. I love her handbags. And you know, I just know, and I'm guilty of this when it comes to our own, like I would go pay 
a thousand dollars for a Louis Vuitton bag, but then I would be like a thousand dollars for somebody black, but I had to start undoing that, right? Like, yeah. uh-huh. nah, if I could pay a thousand dollars for Louis Vuitton, I can definitely do it for this black person. And so yeah. her bags, they're not cheap, but I love them. And I've been posting them. If you follow me um on Instagram, you will see that I posted I got my second one. Um and I'm gonna get my third because she just dropped a patent leather line of it and they're different. It's it's not the typical bag, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, and like even choked, um, which is a friend of hers, earring line. And she was yes. saying how um she was also saying, like, you, you know, she was like, I think she launched, she had a, a nude launch, and I love her nude line. And she was basically saying, like, you know. She had so many orders, and she said at one point she had started to get overwhelmed, right? And then she said she was like, you know what? I prayed for this. Like, I prayed yeah. for the day that I was going to have orders. Like, she was like, yeah. we sold her out in 30 minutes. I so- remember she posted on Instagram about how she was like, I, y'all, I was getting ready to quit. I wasn't about to make another post. I wasn't about to answer any emails or nothing. I honestly was about to just walk away from my business, but something in me just kept just kept me going and it was just like out of nowhere I felt like she made that post like earlier this year or Mm -hmm. late December too she was like the other day I was just about to quit all of this and it's just like man it's just crazy to see how like someone who I deem as successful because like her earrings Mm -hmm. like she would as all get out you know exactly it takes a lot to be a business owner and absolutely was shocking for me because to me I'm like it looks successful to me girl you getting sold out honey and you know, she was about to quit, but you know, it's just sometimes you you have your days. Just like when you go to work, yeah. like, look, I don't I don't want this job, but then you be like, oh, okay, I just had a bad day. Let me get back up. Let me do this. Let me do that. So just when I seen that, it was just encouraging to let me know. You know, you have days like that, regardless of who you are and what type of you know woman you are or whatever, whatever. Like people go through that. That's just a part of the business. Most definitely. I mean, even for me, like being new in entrepreneurship and being a black woman in it, like it's and I tell people like because I chose to fund my business on my own and I didn't have like somebody like, oh, hey, you know, here go ten thousand dollars to start your business. And you some days you'd be like, I don't feel like doing this. Yeah, I don't feel like doing this. No, I 100 percent get it. It takes, it's just like, okay, but it's something, I don't know, I'm with her, like, it just be something like, no, I know this gonna be big, I gotta just keep going, like, it's too, I've been telling myself so much lately, it's so easy to give up, it is so easy to give up. 100%, and I feel like once you start quitting certain things, that's a bad habit to Mm -hmm. I'm speaking personally. Because I remember I just started looking over, like, my life. I was about to say my past life, girl, like I was reincarnated. I started looking over my life, and I was just like, man, like, I wish I would have never started the habit of quitting things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, because little pe- people don't know that. I used to play the piano. Um, I My parents had bought me a little keyboard. I was taking piano lessons and everything. I was actually pretty good at it. But one day, my uh, instructor, girl, he had raised his voice to me. And I kind of looked at him like, who are you talking to? And I was just like, you know what? I didn't want to. God bless his soul because he's like, uh, he's passed away now. Um, But, you know, from him just doing that and just for me having a little bit of a conflict, I didn't want to do it anymore. And I told my mom, he was just like, well, if you don't want to do this anymore, because I don't even think, girl, he was trying to tell me to do something, baby. I just sat there like, I don't know who this man think he's talking to. You know, I'm stubborn. So I was like mm-hmm. a little kid at this time. And I guess that's just when it started. I sat there like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I don't know who you think you're talking to. He was like, I'll pay. He was like, I'll pay your mom all her money back and everything if you don't want to do this anymore. Girl, my mama got there. I said, I don't want to do this no more. She was like, sure. I said, I'm positive. He paid my mama all her money back that she had paid him. But it's just like when I look over that, I was just like, I wish I would have never picked up that habit. Mm-hmm. Of, and that's just one instance of quitting something just because I had a little bit of conflict because now here I am in my 30s you know when stuff getting a little bit rough it's I, I want to quit but I'm just like and eh, no we got to break that habit Shaniqua you gotta you gotta push through that and I, I think it also goes into like your work ethic everybody Most know definitely. I love Beyonce if you know me you know I Most love definitely. Beyonce her and one thing what I love about her people oh her performances 
that I, I, yeah she's great in that what I love about her her work ethic is crazy out of this damn world this woman will literally work 18 to 20 hours straight not eat I'm not saying that's what you're supposed to be doing but she gonna work stuff right until it get right no I I get that like so I'm the person I played the piano too but I hated it I'm like, oh really heck no good no ma'am that was not mine that wasn't for me baby so <laughs> I didn't do it like my thing so the thing is is that I've never been a person to quit something that I've started mm-hmm. but I'm the person if I if it looked like somebody like you should do this right and I feel like I can't be successful then I won't do it so that would be my thing and I stopped doing that to myself like mm-hmm. if something if I feel like oh I'm gonna have a if I see that it's gonna be a little difficult for me to be successful because I want to be successful in every single thing that I do same here I'm not going to do it mm-hmm. just because I don't feel like I'm going to be successful in it. So I wouldn't even attempt it. Now I'm saying like, I have great work ethic. Like now one thing I can say about myself, if I start something, I'm going to finish it and I'm a, but then I'm going to put my best foot forward in it or whatever. And so working those long hours, I did it. I mean, I remember first in my career, I used to work 18, 12, 18 hour days, you know, like mm-hmm. in corporate America at that, which I just feel like that's, that was so dumb of me in that time, but <laughs> I did get a you lot were of young. Yeah, young. And it's like, you know, but I wanted, I wanted to be so successful and to be the um person that I am today that I was just like, oh, I'm gonna do it, you know. And mm-hmm. so even like the other day, I was working on something and I didn't even I didn't even realize I hadn't even ate. I'm telling you, I worked from 8 a.m. to probably about 8 p.m. that night. Mm-hmm. Didn't eat, didn't drink, then nothing. Literally working that because I'm like, I gotta finish this right. And I know that's not healthy as well, which that's something I have to learn to tell myself to take a break. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, I'm like, if I don't finish today, I ain't gonna do it. Yeah. And so um it's like it's just you do gotta put healthy habits into your work ethic because a lot of times a lot of people have a great work ethic, but they we have a lot of different bad habits that go in between like not eating, not doing this, you know, just certain things, ignoring things or whatever. And so, um, so like now I'm like, if I feel like even with the but now I'm learning to take on things that I that are difficult just to be like, all right, you know what, I could do this. Mm-hmm. I can do this. There's no more of oh, this is too difficult. I may not do it, right? Because right. I used to be like, Oh, I no, I'm gonna go ahead and do this. And if I'm if it don't work out, okay, that's fine. If it do and I figure out, you just work out the kinks or whatever. But I think and I think just I don't know, just like as women, like we go getters, like I just love that about women. Like one thing about it, like we gonna hustle and everybody not like that. And like I know it because even like working with um working in corporate america like of course you would have men are great in leadership and i i would give them that they are right mm-hmm. but when it comes to like that back end and getting stuff done it's nine times out of ten women behind that doing that things because i i used to do it like i have seen great men like they're great leaders but when it comes to like that executing and stuff like that a lot of men ain't gonna do that they don't need somebody else that's gonna want to do the work behind the scenes and nine times out of ten i was one of the women that would do it I had a great leader, but I would execute behind the scenes like it was nothing or whatever. But now we like, uh-uh, I'm going to lead too. I'm going to lead and execute. Right, right, right. And I know one thing that I did notice, um, since entrepreneurship is like a hot topic and it's a it thing to do now, I remember Keisha, me and you were talking like, no, people need to stop um, pressuring people to be entrepreneurs. <laughs> if it's not your thing, it, it and it's okay, it exactly. is okay to do it. It's okay to work your nine to five, or in my or in my case, your twelve, your seven to seven. It mm-hmm. is okay to still work your job in corporate America or at the mm-hmm. hospital, or you know what I'm saying, or at Walmart. The thing you want to do, you want to live a life that you love. Exactly. So I know that's like a, a a hot thing right now. I know I always want to go into entrepreneurship because I always thought about it when I was a kid owning stuff I just didn't know how so I had to educate myself and talk to people because it was something that I always desired as a child to mm-hmm. and one thing that I also want to say is um we we know when we go into different things and I actually got this from Candy Burris to me she's another oh she is serious Candy, she's so Candy gonna make a bag period she, like period um I was listening to an interview that she did 
And she was saying how so many people highlight everything that worked. Nobody mm-hmm. talks about things that didn't work. She said, there were plenty of times to where I came up with an idea and I tried something, I put money towards it, and it just didn't work. It just didn't work. And and I, that helped me because that kind of helped me to know that it's not because it's not meant for me to be successful on this entrepreneurship route that maybe what you're doing, that's just not it. That's 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 not what God got for you. So, uh, it ain't going to work. You may try, and it's okay to try different things out. If you have these ideas in your head, try it out. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. This is in- that you can get to whatever it is. One day you're going to have an idea and it's going to work. Exactly. And this is what I want to tell people. Like they think like, oh, they want to tell what would work, but what didn't you want to tell they a lot of people don't tell what didn't work, right? Do mm-hmm. what do people think we do in corporate America? I've been in corporate America for eight years, right? And it's plenty of times it starts as an idea in corporate America. Okay, Keisha, we got this project. We want to see if this, you know, this, you know, we want you to run this project, right? Mm-hmm. I've had plenty of projects that was like, you know what? This ain't gonna work. We yeah. need to go back to the drawing board. And they go back to the, you can, in corporate America, we go back to the drawing board so much. Like, I remember the last program that I ran, I was talking to the VP and I was just asking him questions. He was like, you kind of thinking too far ahead. He said, right now, if we're successful, this is what'll happen, right? But right. it may not work. We have never done this before. Mm-hmm. It may not work and that's fine. But I remember I was talking to another VP and he always told me, this was ran. He, he told me, he said, I don't care what y'all doing right. We can't correct what we're doing right. What, what we're doing wrong? Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't really care. He said, yeah, we're doing stuff great. That's good. As long as we're doing it great, okay. If it ain't fixed, don't broke it. What are we doing wrong? Mm-hmm. I mean, if it ain't fixed, though. If it ain't Don't broke, break it. Yes. If it ain't broke, yeah. <laughs> it okay. ain't whatever whatever Lil Wayne said. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever he would Lil say Wayne that said. all the time, like, What's what's broke and so like being in corporate America like when I like I didn't like I said I I never saw entrepreneurship as a thing for me you know that was just that I'm gonna just be real uh-huh. it just kind of happened for me honestly you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying and it wasn't something that like oh I always wanted to do this no it, it kind of just happened I'm gonna be real with y'all mm-hmm. um but I thank my I thank God that I worked in corporate America and saw a lot of stuff and developed a work ethic because mm-hmm. it became easier to kind of apply those same systems and procedures that I learned in corporate America to my businesses. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it was like okay and like me granted like I said I like I, I don't have an issue with corporate America and I tell people that like it's you can climb the corporate ladder there's nothing wrong with that but I am learning you're not gonna get rich working a nine to five and that's just real. But you won't get rich only working a nine to five and having your savings. But if you take what you're making from your nine to five and you start putting that into different investments, then right? You, so that's you, where you I can was, gain. You can right. gain. So uh, that's where I was going next. So every mm-hmm. every VP that I talk to in corporate America, right? They they've been working these jobs. So I used to be sitting like, why are y'all working these jobs for 20, 40 years? You know, what I'm saying? like the last person I worked on, he had been at that company for twenty years. Uh huh. But the thing is, what is they got investments on the side. They always have investments, Mm -hmm. always. But a lot of people aren't taught that. So that's what I say. Like, you're not going to get rich working your nine to five if you don't have anything else going. Like, you, I don't care if you want to put, if you take money and just put into the stock market, that's fine. I know people that got boo stocks on the side. Mm -hmm. like Or into Roth IRAs and everything like that, too. Well, not just so, yeah, that, not your fault. I'm talking about, like, actually just getting into straight stock market. I know people that have they Roth, they IRA. I mean, I, w- I have both, actually. So I have the money that the money that I use in the stock market is not the same that I have for my 401k Roth IRA and none of that. That's really for retirement, honestly. That's what I use that for. The other money. Yeah, that yeah I- but the, what I'm saying is if, in, if you take your money into your Roth IRA and putting it into there, you can gain. You uh, can. You, if you, you can. I'm not I'm not saying that's the same money from your Roth IRA going to the stocks. I was just giving another option. Yeah, you, no, you can. Yeah. But also I would tell people too that when you look at your IRAs, especially if you're saving through your companies, look at what um 
where your money is going. A lot of people don't watch that in the 401k, right? And when it comes to your Roth IRAs. And a lot of times in employer sponsors, they're going to throw all your money into stocks and maybe like 10% into bonds. And you kind of, after talking to somebody who like specializes in it, it's like you kind of want to do 50-50. You don't want to throw all your money into stocks, especially being young right now. If you you can take, not your not your retirement money, rather, put half and half in bonds, stocks and bonds or whatever. And I actually started watching it more because at first, when I first got into it, I was just putting money into it. Like I just knew to save. I was like, all right. And then I started actually looking at it and was like, okay, maybe I need to educate myself more on how to make my money, you know, make more money. And then, like I said, last year, that's when I got into actual stocks, but I was actually just taking money. I was just missing off and just start throwing into the stock market. Yeah. Randomly. So then yeah. investments matter, like investments, if, if it's a property, if it's the stock market, um, I mean, anything you can make money out here, it's still working on the fire. Right. You you can absolutely do that. I do want to segue into a different topic right now that's been pretty hot lately. And I know it's been all of all over the news. Well, not the news. It's been all over the Internet. Al Gore's Internet. Twitter, Instagram. I know I, I'm going to take my stance on it, but this whole Kirk Franklin situation. <laughs> I'm going to say my piece. When I listened to it, I laughed. I ain't even going to hold y'all up. Soon as he said, your bitch ass, babe, I had <laughs> gold. You know why? Because I heard the hurt in Kirk Franklin's voice and I heard the anger. And he never came off to me, which people can be living double lifestyles. Let me just put that. Mm-hmm. that uh, let me put that out there. We honestly do not know what happened between Carry On mm-hmm. Franklin, which is Kirk Franklin's son, and Kirk Franklin. We don't know, but I can hear the hurt in Kirk's voice. Like, how dare you disrespect me? Mm-hmm. I can tell it was something that this boy said exactly to make Kirk Franklin go off. So exactly. I stand. With my uncle Kirk, I'm the I same way. Agreement with him, and while I stand, I even watched an interview with Carry On's mom said, "What y'all not gonna do is try to drag Kirk." Basically, no, what y'all not gonna do is try to cancel him. Can't like cancel him because you know cancel culture is like ridiculously big now. That's this whole entity. I can, but the thing is, nobody's trying to cancel me. That. No, no, there I, are some. No, there I don't really see nobody. Who disagree with what happened? I think there is more. There is more people that's in agreement with Kirk, but mm-hmm. there are some people that oh, I yeah. have oh, seen who are I, trying yeah. to be like, "Oh, he's not saved. Christians shouldn't be cussing." I did see that. <laughs> you know, and we just looking at, and I even seen some people who I went to church with that was super duper said was Girl, like, I'm "Ah, y'all don't Christian. know what happened." Like I'm gonna be real, I cuss. This okay. This is what I, I feel. Like I tell people this all the time. Like for one, we don't know what happened, right? But on top of that, with Kirk, I, I heard the hurting. Like it was like that was more of a conversation. You could tell he had been disrespected. That's why he was just like, "Don't you ever?" Because he said, "Don't you?" When he said, "Your bitch has don't ever disrespect me," like you could tell that the son had said something. And I find it kind of interesting to me. Like if the son, if you want to sit up there and out son, why you ain't play the whole conversation? That's just me. Because you that's only, what people do. You only, the you only played him cussing you out, and then you wanted this sob story to say, "Oh, my dad, you know, I've been dealing with this forever." Boom, 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 and you know, I'm scared to go around here, boy. First of all, some of y'all black asses need to be cussed out. I'm just being real because I didn't hear some people say some off the wall stuff to their parents. Mm-hmm. I I don't do that, but I be looking like y'all real disrespectful. Yeah. So, and I also watched, uh, like I said, I watched Carrie Ann's mom interview, and I also watched when Tamara Hall uh, interviewed Kirk Franklin and his wife. And a hey, baby, when I tell you, they kept reiterating, "This is a man, a grown, yeah, thirty-two-year-old like, man." Yeah, he grown. He's too. Grown, and his and his mom was also saying that there has been over twenty-something years of counseling with Carrie Ann. So they have been in counseling with him yeah. for two decades, honey. That's Somebody a long time. Is. So something is going on there mm-hmm. that it, it's just not at a, it's some, I a say, mis, uh, misunderstanding or miscommunication going on there. You know, we, we don't know fully what happened because respectfully to both Kirk and his uh and Carrie Ann's mother, 
they're just like this was a private matter and they're still mm-hmm. trying and he to took keep it private. public. He took they're it not, public. Well, they're still trying to keep it private because even when they did the interview, they're not even saying what the issue is with their mm-hmm. sons because it's that much of a private matter that should have stayed in well, the Well, he made house. it public. That's the thing. Yeah, we know that. We He made it public only to try to shame his father. He didn't make it public what he did. He didn't mm-hmm. make it public what issue is and how he's been in counseling for 20 something odd years for whatever has been Mm -hmm. going on or how he has been feeling he did not make that public he only took it public to shame and try to because you know cancel culture is big now trying to mess up his father's image and that I'm pretty sure that hurt Kirk even more how can you trust your own child when they gonna do some stuff like this so yeah, that's Kirk also was saying how his son had been threatening him oh I'm gonna do this and he was like so when he threatened to record I ain't think nothing of it cause he always, always threatened some other stuff that was worse and ain't even ain't come through with it so I didn't think that he would betray me like that like your own child your seed. Well, see, that's the thing. So when I was listening to, like I said, outside with Kirk, because like I said, some of y'all need to be cussed out. I'm, I'm being honest. Um, but where I was reading, so Corian, I did. Is that how you said a baby name, Corian? Carry on. Okay. Carry-on. So I did read where he said that they was in counseling or whatever. Uh, I did mm-hmm. hear him say that, or maybe he said it on his uh story because I was being nosy and I went to the boy page. Uh, but he yeah. did say they had been in counseling or whatever. But it had, he said from his, that it ain't been no no improvement. But um, where I guess my issue was that okay, he he made it public trying to basically out his dad, but it backfired on him, right? So then yeah. I think like a few days after it backfired, he wanted to come back and say, you know, um, what did that baby say, um? Something along the lines of, you know, he don't have to prove anything to us. He know what has been going on behind closed doors, all this stuff, right? Okay, my thing is, okay, if you got an issue with your parents, like, just keep it behind closed doors. You ain't have to do all that. And then he was like, and my dad only, he apologized to his fans. He didn't apologize to me. And? Like, and? I I feel like it's I'm pretty sure Kirk may end up eventually, but you you just you just hurt me twice. First, you said whatever you said to me to tick me off like that. Then you tried to shame me publicly in front of millions of people. It's gonna take me a minute. It's gonna take me a minute. First of all, I would like I ain't gonna lie. Like that's my mom. My mom probably would see slap the heck out of me on sight. Like. Mm-hmm. If, if if it's still fresh, I'm gonna get slapped because you just doing too much. You did too much, and like you getting cussed out, and then you it, it's just like you took this, you grown, and that's why I kept what people kept saying like, oh, that's a child, that is a grown man. He is 32, 33, however old he is, and then on top of that, like, um, I did see some people saying that Kirk was wrong because they was uh, bringing up this whole thing of like. Um, I don't believe that parents should hit their kids or uh, those people that sh- they shouldn't hit their kids or, you know, go off on them. And I was just like, I think y'all, y'all battle on a thin line right there. I ain't saying I don't believe agree in, in somebody beating a child, but sometimes y'all need y'all kids need their ass whooped. And I'm just <laughs> real like, and so they were saying like him cussing him out. We don't, I'm like, we don't know the story. I'm a person where I have had bad relationships with my parents. Like, but a lot of people that's why I never I was never the person honestly like when something would come out or somebody would ask me something you know pertaining to my parent or what like they asked me I didn't even go into detail because I'm like you want to know their side of the story I'm not, I that ain't I ain't even got to talk to you about that like ain't no what are we bringing other people into this for yeah all I'm gonna say is this I don't I ain't say Kirk's wrong I don't think you should apologize but that's just me all I'm gonna say is this <laughs> People saying, oh, you shouldn't be hitting your child. Some Those may be the people who have had children who have never tried them to the extent Bruh, of what kids have. I have seen and know of people who really would sit up there and go toe-to-toe with their parents. They can. No, you, my son ever, my niece ever, my daughter ever, my grandchild ever try to step to me Baby, you're knocked down. Exactly. And that's what I told somebody. Like, 
I was like, you know, I remember one time, like, I was a rebellious teenager. Me and my mama used to clash, and it took me one time, like, literally, disrespected, talking about got knocked out so quick. But the thing is, it was more so, like, I was so reckless. Like, I was thinking, like, I probably should have got, I, I deserved that. Like, I was so reckless, because my thing is, as an adult, me being an adult right now, no, ain't no grown person about to disrespect me. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, I feel the same way. Girl, I feel the same way, baby. And I and I guess that's how I, I guess that's just my mindset. It's just like, yeah, you respect your elders. I get it. Me but your, if you if you an elder and you say some sideways shit to me, baby, I'm and I've been like that since I was gonna let it fly. Don't say nothing crazy to me. I may not cuss you out, but I'm gonna set you straight. I will never forget, girl, this lady on my job, Lord Jesus, when she tried me, Keisha. <laughs> this woman got in my face. Baby, when I tell you, I looked at her, I said, Miss such and such. I ain't even going to say her name. I said, Miss such and such. You need to back up. Baby, because they will try you. And mm-hmm. they just think of, oh, I'm a, some people will literally, this li- this woman literally got in my face like she was about to fight me. That's what I'm saying. And the only reason why I ain't do nothing with this woman, but I had to give her a piece of my mind because I was, girl, I just became a nurse. I'm making good money, baby, and you, you know, you feel away, and that's a whole nother conversation for a whole nother day. But when it's a disrespect, utterly disrespecting me, baby. But I, baby, I was done with her, and baby, I ain't had nothing else to say to her. I had to say my little piece to her because she had me all the way messed up. But no, some people will try you, and, that's and just I, think, oh, you, you such and such, so you ain't gonna hit me. Oh, you're a Christian, you shouldn't be. No, nigga, you got me fucked up. I'm gonna hit you. But so I never forget though. I remember um, when I was in Jackson, my pastor said that um, I think his son was playing like soccer or something, you know, and mm-hmm. what something happened where I think his son might have hit the little boy too hard, but the parent wanted to like, you know, buck up at his child. So he says, shoot, you know, I'm on the field. Like, hold on, don't be talking to my child like that. First thing with a pastor, you can't be acting like that. He said, oh, oh, I'm passing out when it's my child. Like, why do y'all feel like people can't be human when it comes to certain things? Like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, first of all, like he said, I'm a pa- I am a pastor, but you ain't about to be up here talking to my child any kind of way. Like, it's those same people who get mad at Christians. Mm-hmm. Oh, y'all don't get nobody no grace. And y'all so judgmental. But then they... When in turn, it's actually them. Mm-hmm. Let a Christian mess up. Oh, you Christian. We see what, what you doing, cousin? What you doing? What you, we see it on a day-to-day them basis. Folks literally... What you doing listening to that? What you doing? Uh, drink? You drink what? Oh, ain't you? You supposed to be doing it. You spo- If you know all the stuff I'm supposed to be doing, how come you well, ain't I doing it, baby? Practice what you preach, my baby. They, but they do that. Like, I didn't have plenty of people tell me, like, what, what does your Christian faith say about that? What? <laughs> like, you and my Girl, business and I don't I... like that. Like, you know the church, something else, honey. We got the the the. It's always the loudest people mm-hmm. that be the wrong, be the most wrong. The loudest is always the most wrong or the most broke. <laughs> the wrong. It always is. It always is, and that's the real thing. I, yeah, like I said, we we Kirk Franklin. We like we said, we don't know. We love you, we Uncle, love Kirk. You Uncle Kirk. We don't know what didn't happen. Like I said, you can't like look. I'm going to keep streaming y'all music. Oh, yeah. Oh, every home. day. Like, I was like, I'm, baby, look, melodies for heaven. Like, we going to keep... That's my job, We going to keep Kirk. it going. Oh. Uh, we going to keep it going, Uncle Kirk. What? You know what? Speaking of Women's History Month, um, I know you wanted to talk about the Grammys, but we talked about your girl, Beyonce. The girl made... Girl, I'm not... Oh, that's what I was going to get on. I ain't going to say that. I did, so you, know I, you know I like thick Beyonce. I like thick Beyonce. Yeah. Thick Beyonce. Yes. Thick Beyonce. I love me some thick Beyonce. Yes, so my girl. Oh, and you know she like when uh, what's that? What's that main name, honey? That was <sighs> the guy who was hosting the awards. Honey. I didn't watch it, Shaniqua. <clears throat> oh damn, I forgot you did say that. Anywho, <laughs> when they had announced that Beyonce was the most nominated, uh-huh. was the most nominated. I thought or the most she, one. I think she had the most one. 
had the most one baby you can tell she was honestly shot and you know beyonce can't act so i knew it was a real shot from the look on her face like she made that oh nigga what mm-hmm. like for real bitch that's the face she made she's like bitch what for real that's the face she made and i'm just like y'all quit playing look let me y'all t- turn y'all volumes up real quick i want to i need to get real silent in the room real quick quit fucking playing with beyonce name okay <laughs> please <laughs> i need people to oh my god y'all be overhyping beyonce no she no you never, can't take what, that what what little wayne say or was that yo Gotti? numbers don't lie no they and don't they don't know like they ain't gonna lie. I, like i tell people like i'm not a beyonce fan but sis has done the damn thing like that's just I mean, you got to give credit where it's due. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. Period. And that's all I'm saying. You ain't got to be a fan of her. Just give her yeah, her flowers. Like, give her her flowers. Like, she's, a, a, she's an amazing I am not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of LeBron. But the dude, he be doing this dumb thing yeah. on the court and in his community. I'm going to give him his respect. That's just me. Yeah, no, she, no, Beyonce do the damn thing. Like, even like I tell people, like, I don't, you know, I don't, I I know her. I know some of the time. I can't really tell you. Uh, I think the only album I like that you didn't like was the Beyond the Little Ratchet one. You know, I like that. I am Sasha Fierce. I know. I, I love. I know. That no, one. the other one too. What was the one with um? Oh, Beyonce. Beyonce that yeah. self-titled album. It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Some songs on there. I knew she was going through stuff. <laughs> you with did Jay-Z say that. Baby you said it. You said Beyonce. Was going everybody through. thought. Look, everybody thought I was. You did crazy. say that, girl. You don't know. I was like, I was like, no, nah, I'm telling you, I've been a Beyonce fan since. You be saying no, no, the no, slow yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 I no, did love Destiny's Child. No, no. Now, Beyonce, if you, you, if you, this getting to your hands, but, but baby, when I tell you, she, uh, when she came out with Beyonce, and she started throwing ass, saying all this stuff. I said, okay, she going through something in her marriage. Oh, girl, no, she not. She's just evolving. Girl, what happened? That whole elevator fight and shit them broke. I said, I told y'all he was cheating. Yeah, told you. Because Solange, um, we love Auntie Solange too, but she going through her little divorce. So whenever she want to pop back, she up, gonna pop out. Them she songs gonna probably gonna be like, fire, but we gonna let her go through. But, you know, sis got to do whatever Beyonce, she got to through. You need to give us a Destiny Child's tour. You what ain't gotta do, do no more. Say. You you did your thing with Coachella, sis. But that's the only thing she need to do. Just, that's the only she gave thing Nico, she need. We gave us a little taste of that Coachella, but girl, we need a whole just kind of No, I I won't. I won't. Uh, what's the Sarah? Latavia. No, not for no, no, girl. You need to Latavia. Latoya. My fair, fair. We we can leave fair. I know. My bad. No, we don't like. Do you remember that? Do you remember the um? That video where like they was telling fair like they was gonna ship her stuff to her. She was like, "I need." Stuff. Beyonce was like, you know, uh-huh. "We we'll send it. Uh-huh. We'll send it to you." <laughs> Baby was not playing with her. We she was not playing with her. But back to the Grammys though. Okay, so, yeah. What else happened? Been a little speculations and talks and stuff. So okay, first off, let me say, I love Meg's performance by herself. I thought the tap dancing and everything mm-hmm. that. That was going on. It was cute to Savage. She made like an old school little 60s feel at the Grammys and try to get like a little classy mm-hmm. and stuff. I loved it. But she still was throwing that ass too. But I loved it. <laughs> Her and Cardi B's performance. Girl, I think of watching, and a lot of yeah. people was like, why are they performing this? And this is now. I'm going to say two things. I'm going to say I see both sides. Mm-hmm. One side is like, uh, it was way too much. You know, people, family, watch this, this, and that. The other side, I'm like, well, the Grammys asked them to perform, and I'm pretty exactly. sure they asked them to perform. Why? Exactly. Knowing damn well what's in for wet ass yep. pussy. So what else do, how how are you even going to clean up that? You can't clean it up. They asked them to perform. You like You cannot, but one thing I didn't like about the performance, girl, Cardi, mm, baby, I should have been up there dancing. I told you that she couldn't dance. Like, but it, the thing is, it was but bad. the thing is, no, no, though, no. Cardi does not tell people, she would tell you she can't dance. Like she, well, maybe she, she shouldn't have danced girl, at all. But I guess I don't know if it's her people or what it is like for her to perform. They make her dance, but she will tell you that she cannot dance. That ain't nothing that she ain't never just being um, like you know um, just private about. Oh, one perform. Okay, I can't say this that I did. I watched some of the. I did love the baby uh performance. 
Um, especially since he bought my good sis with the good uh, um, violin out on there. Because one, I remember when she was on Inst uh, Instagram going up. I cannot think of her name, mm -hmm. but it was like this violinist, this black violinist is basically playing, covering all these sons. And that was maybe like a year or two ago. And that's one thing I'm mm -hmm. like, the power of social media is real. Because that girl literally was just playing her violin on Instagram and now she performed with the baby. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up. But I, Cardi B's performance, I don't think I saw the baby because I'm not really like fan of his, some of his songs. So, you know, I listen to, but you know, I don't, I don't care to see a rapper perform because they, to me, it, it just, they don't ever give good performances to me. I may like the song, but I haven't seen like a good performance from a rapper since Kendrick Lamar did that, oh, uh, love, that matchup. I'm the opposite. That matchup with the Imagine Dragon. Yeah, I, um, for me. His just for me. I love the baby performance this past one. Even when Rick Ross did his performance at the B, the Hip Hop Awards last year, I loved it. But, um, yeah, they, mm -hmm. um, but no, the baby performance was great. Um, I love the fact that, um, I actually followed this story of the baby. Like, he was going to the Grammys and they wouldn't let his daughter um, go. They wouldn't let kids go to the Grammys this year due to COVID. And so he uh -huh. set up, um, he basically was setting up this red carpet, you know, uh, for his daughter so he can be there with her. First of all, mm -hmm. okay, I can't say, like, <laughs> despite the baby, what he be got going on with women, the man is an amazing father. Like, Mm -hmm. A one an amazing father loved his daughter to death, and that is one thing I love about him. Um, so it was this another black woman. Um, she on oh, it's her her company is called Alani Taylor, and I actually said I want her to make me a suit. Um, mm -hmm. said that he was he wrote on Instagram like you know who can make who can make my daughter a um you know a dress to wear on the red carpet by uh starting at by one o'clock tomorrow morning. I mean p.m. She wrote one of her friends tagged her on the post. She wrote him the she flew out, made this dress for her, whatever. Because the thing is, he was just saying, like, what he now his his Grammy carpet outfit was fire. Whoever his stylist is, it was because that Doshan Gabbana suit was fire, fresh as hell. Mm -hmm. Like it, it was so fresh. I'm sitting there like, God damn, that suit fresh. So the little girl, you know, he you know, he made her her little own imitation you know red carpet i just loved it like i love to see it everybody of course he took his mama because he has he did say this like he was like my mama gonna be on me be with me on every red carpet it is until she leave this mug or whatever and so he took his mama she was in her doshi gabbana too you know they just are so it was just like i watched the pre-shows i watched the people that went to the grammys i didn't really care i haven't watched honestly i girl i can't even tell you the last time i watched the grammys i haven't watched the grammys in years. girl i only watched it because meg was on there and uh i knew beyonce was oh, okay. be, uh, nominated for some awards so i only watched like literally a little bit and went back and watched clips of okay. them but other than that i, I just don't tune in Me to too. the grammy the child. like that you know that's just you know <laughs> That's just music. you know, ever since they wanted to be away against people. Uh Atlanta. Um, I don't know if everybody's been paying attention to what has been going on in the uh Asian community in Atlanta. Um, so apparently, if you haven't heard about it, um, uh, there was a shooting in Atlanta earlier this week, and a white guy went on a little shooting spree. 21 or 20 years old went on a shooting spree and killed eight people six of them were asian and when the police actually got to him they were guessing he was on his way to another spa to kill more asian people uh and the first thing you know you, you watch a little interview first thing got this police officer's mouth white policeman of course was we know he had a problem. Now I was just like, eh, you already knew how that was gonna go. That's yeah, I already know. I already knew he had a, a porn addiction and blase, blase, blase. This, that, and the third. Um, and you know, it's. I guess it just comes boils down to the fact where this is America. Childish Gambino said it the most perfect way. Illustrated it the most perfect way in his uh video it, it's what what's going to happen it would this do really be convicted he may be because it's the asian community let's just just be honest it may happen 
Um, they raped the victim because they convicted the guy that um that went into the church. Uh, they they convicted him, the little white dude. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. How much? How many years? Girl, he got death, he got the death penalty. Oh yeah, damn. no, yeah, they what, I'm, yeah, you know, I, I would never say that's what somebody. No, died, I won't. I, I, no, I ain't gonna lie. Shot. I literally said, I said, Lord, I don't wish death on nobody, but I hope they kill him. Like I was, I yeah. said that, like because you, yeah. So you can keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to, you know, piece that in there because just for me at my stance, you know, I, I do try to make myself more aware of what's going on in other people's communities because I, I honestly didn't know it was a rise in hate crimes against Asian people since COVID all because the Trump dumbass gonna call it the Kung flu and shit in the Wuhan oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, disease. Like, I did not know that, but you know, it just goes to show if you don't you know, everybody don't get certain pieces of information, especially if you don't, uh, you know, if you don't know mm-hmm. or know people. And in my case, I know people because a lot of my coworkers mm-hmm. are um, of Asian mm-hmm. descent. But I, you know, and I follow quite a bit of them on uh, social media, talk to them at work and everything cool. But I just had no clue. Like people were actually being discriminated against because of covid and people thinking it's because if they're asian they automatically have it or they're the people who brought it, it, it i was just like man that's the silliest shit Bruh. that i've heard of but then again it's, it's a, yeah, I and John say, like, honestly, i'm not present this is my like my take on it right and i watched it and the thing is mm-hmm. it's like i'm gonna tell i'm not surprised it's asians but it's like i'm not surprised because this is america y'all america don't care nothing about nobody but white people like it pissed me off when I saw one NBC and the, the tweet has now went down. Was like, what can black? How can black Amer- How black Americans can help Asian Americans stay safe? First of all, huh? We can't she, even keep she, ourselves. She, when I tell you, I say, and they like stop Asian hate. No, stop white terrorism. That's the issue. That that is the issue y'all need to talk about. Yeah. Y'all keep saying stop white, stop Asian hate. Oh, n- have y'all noticed that? Everything that is happening against minorities in this country is because of white people are carrying them out. Y'all stop this shit. Yeah. This ain't up to us. How can we we still get killed on the street? How can we help Asian Americans and we still get killed on the street? Yeah. Like what is y'all talking about? No, stop. That, that, go, that's why I stopped because I was just like, you know, I just I don't really like I I, I literally I'm like, y'all, we still fighting this fight. Ain't nothing we can do to really help them line. And I'm just being real, like. My heart goes out mm-hmm. to that community, but honestly, this is a white, this is white people's fucking problem. It's always been, this is their problem. Stop white, y'all been terrorizing this since y'all came over here. Yeah. And still and here. The- y'all been terrorizing. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes I even guess or think to myself, like, why do I even stay here in this Shaniqua, country? <laughs> bro, I promise, I want to, I, somebody need to move me to a little island or something because it's just, <laughs> It, it never ceases to amaze us. Like, it's just like, I'm not surprised. Like, when it happened, like, I was just like, y'all, it's the same stuff over and over. They, you know, no, it's these, and then like, oh, he, something is, something wrong with him. Like, what? We in a different day and age. Cause I'm like, I'm telling you, like, we already know if a black person started going around killing somebody, y'all. <laughs> Girl, it, it the narrative it's, is always different with that white people. I, that's sure you did. Your privilege is shown. Yeah. Y'all, priv- y'all, the white, your white privileges is this. And the reason why Aaron, Robert, what it, I, was, I think Aaron has been that Robert was able to do this thing because he already know what the game is. This country benefits mm-hmm. him. He already yeah. knew. He already knew they was not going to kill him when he was apprehended. That man was apprehended. Literally. Alive, alive. Took him into custody. Alive. Oh Lord Jesus! But yeah, that's that's the little headache yeah. for today. Off. Have you watched the second uh, episode of Justin LaBoy's uh, Respectfully I only on the YouTube, clip, girl? <laughs> girl. Okay, so you know they the second um episode Sweetie was on. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, apparently, Sweetie and Quavo just broke up from because I had a little time on my hands. So oh, like, yeah, oh, you ain't yeah, girl. girl. Yes, and they I, broke up. I saw that on uh YouTube because one of the girls I follow, you know, she be giving like little celebrity mm-hmm. news and stuff like that. Oh, not Quavo, baby. I ain't know just uh Justin Combs and Sweetie used to, yeah, date. it was before Quavo. 
it was before Quavo. Um, I remember that. And then when she <laughs> when she announced, um, well, she you know she said that she was single. That was yesterday. I think she said that. Quavo okay. gave the most fuck boy ass response to it. That yeah, I'm like, I you saw such it. a fuck I boy. Think... Like Tom, so I wish you the best. I wow, I wouldn't. Have... First of all, nigga, like I... girl, I. What she said? What she said? Okay, she, girl. What she like said? That, take care, Shanika. Yeah, she yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That girl said, "Take care." Oh, I said, "I said, baby, he punching the damn air right now." That girl said, "Take care." That's how you know. You know, when we get them long ass responses. You be like, "All right, I may got look." When you hit that, yeah, uh-huh, little but little when take care, uh huh. Good, I didn't put my baby. She done. She done. Like, but I'm sitting there like. Like, people were saying that, you know, you never know what's going on behind closed doors. Like, we would see Quavo winding and down her doing all this stuff, but they was like, his ass was cheap. Like, yeah. And, you know, it, it sucks because, you know, I like Sweetie. You know, I like her little video that she made with the Berkey. You know, I like Sweetie. Yeah, I like Sweetie. Mind you, I, I like her because she seemed like a vibe. I ain't talking about her music, though. I mean, I don't have an issue with her music, I like but, like, I like, I like how down to earth she is, you know. Like, it's just like, but like sis said take care like have a good life that's one of my lines like have a good life yeah so you know i'm i'm watching justin LaBoy's respectfully and you know he just toxic because so the previous the first episode he had chris brown on there after karuchi had broke up with her dude <laughs> so you know he was like low-key so like, okay so what happened if your girl <laughs> broke up your ex girl broke up with somebody. Do you would you ever like try to get that girl a second chance? No, we all know this nigga sitting up there talking about Karuchi. Chris Brown's basically like, nah, you know, was let bygones, bygones, whatever. So they asked Justin on this previous on this recent episode, basically, basically about sweetie. Have you ever had an ex? You know, you broke y'all broke up and like, what did you do to try to get this girl back? And then he asked, sweetie, what do a dude got to do to get you back or something like that? So, you know, he was being he mm-hmm. was being messy. He was being messy. But they said that was recorded before her and Quavo even broke up. But respectfully, girl, it's, I like the show. It's it's ratchet in the full nine. It's just my little ratchet daily little toxic dose I gotta get. Girl, yeah, and so. I think she said that it was recorded, but, um, but but, but they were saying yeah. like I guess I didn't watch. I'm gonna have to go watch the whole thing. But they were saying like I guess they didn't see nothing wrong with it because they said she was she was shutting Justin down. But that's what I heard. I'm gonna have to go watch. Yeah, no, she didn't do nothing. Yeah, they wrong. was like, oh, because there was some people saying that she was flirting with him, and I'm like, I ain't seen that one clip with that girl flirting with that boy. But okay. Yeah, I watched the majority okay. of it. I see nothing to where he was where she, uh, okay well they you know you know where she was but you, you just saying just or maybe they talking about the other justin because he you know he was on there being toxic no they were like, saying she crazy. was flirting she with her ass. ass that what they were saying go to the shade no, room comments you I know i'm being a child <laughs> i ain't see her doing that maybe okay. i'm gonna have to finish watching I, the I'm whole glad thing because i even the clip that i seen i'm like how's she flirting like she how's she flirting with her ass like i'm just confused but okay but see, mm-hmm. basically, so There's that's no what caused her to speak out about that. Shaniqua. So it started with those clips rolling around with the episode, right? And so that's mm-hmm. when she came out and said, you know, she refused to be, you know, basically slandered behind a man that she's no longer with in so many words. Like, that's what prompted her to come out and say that. Because people was basically uh-huh. saying that she was flirting with Justin, you know, it's disrespectful to her man, blah, blah, this, this, and that. And she like, hold on, wait, I ain't even with this nigga no more. Like, <laughs> and mm-hmm. so... Girl, then Quavo's sister, you know, I'm so nosy. Quavo's sister decided to enter the chat and want to say, you know, sweetie ain't the first y'all making thing good. Her, you know, sweetie auntie ghetto as hell because the girl is mm-hmm. her auntie, like, baby, first of all, you don't want to take it there. So I don't need to speak on shit, but like, I ain't the one. Like, so the auntie and the sister going back and forth. I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. Oh, so it was just real ratchet. Ratchet, you not look real like, you know black folks gonna get they they stuff off, and so baby, sweetie, you know, like she said, take care, and I'm going to use that all twenty what twenty twenty one when niggas take care, like <laughs> that is my. <laughs> I'm gonna hit niggas with a take care, like that girl. girl. So that, I mean, he wrote that wow. 
it was I, you know how fuck boys respond wow i can't believe that you mm -hmm. would say this you know i had nothing but the most respect i had he said i had love for you and that's my thing this show you know you had love but you ain't love me girl oh. had but, love so mm -hmm. they you know child oh. regardless if okay i'm gonna say it like this if this dude cheating and if sweetie just decides to change her mind, oh, I'm going to get these couple meals from this dude and head out. Well, baby, that was a chance you decided exactly. to take one. She cheated take on care. me, honey. I got, I got, I can't. She did what had to be done. And she did. And it gave what, what it was supposed to get. So y'all know, I be just fairly, so I've really been watching Married at First Sight, right? Oh, girls. <laughs> it's so ghetto. Like, the little, uh, I think her name is Brianna, and I can't think of his name, Vincent. He is such a crybaby. Like, okay, like, I need a man that's in tune with his emotional side, but he. That's the life he do. Yes, he gets on my nerves. Like, this girl can't say, well, that was funny. I, I felt like you were disrespecting me. Like, I'll tell you, this man get on my nerves. He cried about every damn thing. Like, when I was telling you. How she he said he wanted to learn how to dance. She took him a salsa lesson. He got mad and started turning red in their face because, <laughs> because he didn't know how to dance. Like he didn't want to mess up. I'm saying, I'm saying he was red in the face. Like <laughs> I'm and this is girl, I be watching her conversation. Like, he need to go to goddamn therapy. Like girl. Because he gets mad. Um one of the the white couples, I don't really be paying attention to them, and I'm just being real sorry, Lord. But you know, I, I always tell <laughs> like I be looking up, like, all right. Then so I be saying Vincent and Brianna, and then Chris and Paige. Girl, that oh, Paige, 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 Paige. What happened, sis? So okay, on the last episode. Uh, so, you know, it's been this whole thing. Chris said that the baby was on the way. She done met with the baby mama. It's just a lot of ghetto-ass shit that I want to do. Because I'm not mean with your baby mama. Like, I'm your hook. Like, what? Okay. So, uh -huh. at the end of that, Chris keeps saying he calling sis and like, yo, you know, can we have this conversation? So, on the last episode, they, you know, I'm thinking she about to put her big girl drawers on because she like, you know, he like, you know, I think we could start up. She's like, you know, I feel like you're wasting my time. You're going to waste my time. She gets up and walk away. I'm like, shit, okay, Paige. Boom, the producer said something to her ass. She come back and sit down. Like, well, can't we do a restart? I think it's like 24 days into the rehearsal at this point. Mind you, remember when they went on the honeymoon, Chris did not even go back to Atlanta. He took his ass to Chicago. Like, uh -huh. it, so they haven't even really lived together this whole entire time. Even when he got back from Chicago, like, he didn't even move in. Like, it was just ghetto. So this time, they doing their reset. So, they like they gonna um <laughs> I don't like them because they love to bring God in their bullshit. Like <laughs> so that's another thing. So they was like they was gonna have Bible study child. And <clears throat> mind you, uh, Chris come over, he brings some uh what did he bring? What's that? Harold's the little chicken place. I don't really like Harold's though. But he brings some hairs, you know, they sitting there talking, they on their little reset, uh, pay, he asked Paige to pray, Paige said he don't ever want to pray, so she ended up praying and stuff, and they start talking. During their research, they're saying that they're starting on a clean slate, and Chris so toxic. He says <laughs> he wants to buy his baby mama a car so that she can get around. Uh -huh. First of all, why your baby mama ain't got no car? Priorities, man. Why your baby mama ain't got no car? And why the f what? So his child can have. So Paige's in there looking dumb again. <laughs> like, girl, she just be having the dumbest faces. Like, it just be like. Maybe she naive. I feel she bad for her. I, I, I didn't be naive, but goddamn. Nah, Keisha, you don't. Nah, Keisha, you ain't no naive. But I really just some people there like Keisha. Some people really, I can name a okay. good person or two who are just like very naive like that. And I feel, I feel bad for, for her, but she'll probably grow a backbone after this she situation. She's going to have to, because we all like, what the, so, and then he keep feeding her these things like, you know, I'm scared that I'm going to fall in love with you, like toxic nigga shit, like, 
I think, you know, what if this works out and I'm just scared if it works out? I don't want my child to, you know, grow up with uh, not in the same house as me. And she just be sitting there and he just like, so yeah, he told her, you know, he wanted to buy the baby while I'm in my car. She ain't really have much to say. He's sitting there looking dumb with like how he do he'll like, you know, how he blow like air into your jaws and shit. He did that looking dumb. And so, <laughs> girl, like, he did that. She if you haven't figured out by now, Keisha, so, you know, she be talking so, like, she be talking so, so, like, she be like, so, you know, you, you feel like you want to, like, why? And then she go on the confessionals, you know, I'm your wife. You should, you know, you, sh you know, I'm all for, you know, being for it with you through, you know, through it all. But this is just too much. How many times, Paige? I just want them to get to decision day and they just ain't going to be together no more because, I'm I'm just trying to see what he gonna do next. I really don't want to see what he gonna do next because he already a fuck boy. Fuck Man, boys ain't like it, no but it, should, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Like, you know, I wasn't even watching it at first. But this man is so hated on if like when I tell y'all, like it's so many people on my timeline that hate this man, like. Girl, then they said, let me tell you some more. So they said he used to go to Heather and them church, right? Girl, stop. You know, look, you know all these fine artists. Are you serious? Bro, look. So they said that he used to go to, if those of you who don't know who Heather and Cornelius is, Lindsay, they used to be the pastors of a church by the name of the Gathering Oasis. And um, Mace, the rapper, is now the pastor. And um yeah so they said that um i guess this is one of heather matchmaking things because he supposedly proposed to another girl like girl and i knew that from some time out 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 now i'm for real well serious question not the baby mama but another girl this is another girl he was engaged to the baby mama but oh, Lord. he and I found this from um some girls who used to be in Peaky Promise uh or Heather's group. So they said that um when they were in Peaky Promise, because he had I guess he had came to like that conference that they have, you know how Cornelius would have his and Heather would have theirs. He had the yeah. man the man and I don't know if that's where they met, but they got engaged at Heather and Cornelius's house. And I, man, you know, I tried to go through Heather's post, bro, to find that. Like, should it? Because I was like, hold on, wait a minute. Like, because you know, Heather be like, you know, matchmaking, you know, these guys met at our church. Yeah. I was trying to find that post because I'm like, wait. And, but I was trying, and I, I wanted to ask the girl to send post, but she probably like, she wasn't going to send it to me. But yeah, girl, yes, he was engaged uh, before that. So I just, I like, we, I didn't watch the little uh, the spoilers. Like I already know, Christian Page are not together anymore. Um, well, yeah, God. I already know. Um, she should have left in the beginning, and then I'm gonna have to be Shaniqua. I tried to continue watching, like finish watching Love and Marriage Hip Hop. I mean, huh? <laughs> it's that ghetto. It's that ghetto. That's how you know. Love and Marriage Hip Hop. Hip Hop. Um. And Martel, I can't, I can't even fathom to even just sit there and watch him anymore. Shaniqua, like it's, he gets mm -hmm. under my skin. Like I, like oh, wow. that man is, I, I he got a problem. Shaniqua, like real, it's real. bad. Like I'm just like, I'm really like, do you not have a what the, a narcissist? And I don't even like that word because I feel like people use it so much. No, but he is one. is one. I feel like he, he is, is one. one. And I hate, because I'm like, I really feel like people just like, oh, you're a narcissist. But Martel is a narcissist. Like, it's bad. Like, I'm just like, wow. Mm -hmm. That's Like, cousin. wow. Like, and I just sit there and I'm like, you know what? I'm glad Mel left. Like, and I and I pray to God she don't. Like, I'm, I'm glad Mel left because he don't show no remorse. He don't feel like nothing that he and, and I hate the way that he gaslights. Like he literally always go, well, Mel cheated too. Like, and his friend though, Destiny. One thing I like about Destiny, like she be real. Like she was just like, Martel, you need mm -hmm. to admit your wrong. 
Like she was like, okay, if you feel male cheated, we're not talking about male right now. We're talking about you and what you did wrong. You need to own your wrong. Like, but and she mm-hmm. was just like, you he and he oh, and he gonna have to talk. You will see, you ain't you only been married um uh, a little over a year. You will see later. No, nigga, you just a narcissist. Like, and you want her, it's just like like you got a baby. Yeah. Like, and I and I and I thought like maybe he would have some remorse for having this baby, you know. He'll have no remorse. Like you got a baby on the way. No, the girl that had the baby. What I wish would happen. What I wish would happen is that homegirl will leave him too and put that nigga on child support so he come be no, paying I, child I, I support. Hate to say this. I hope she four different ways. Like he did, girl. I just hope she leave. Like, oh, okay, nope. I'm about to collect my coins. I honey. hope she. Oh, I'm a. She, she I'm, a I'm a peasant. I'm a peasant, bro. Okay, I'm a peasant. This peasant bro, don't he, have your peasant man. baby. And we're gonna collect these peasant coins. That's like he called her a peasant on t- national TV. And you gonna have a baby by him. And I really hope she did it just to get some I money. Would, I really hope she did. Word on the street, girl from the blonde. They saying that Martell is bankrupt, honey. Who fought is that? Oh, Lord oh Jesus. Shiniko, that's another thing he keep doing. Basically saying, like, <laughs> um, because him and Mel is divorcing, um, you know, he's not really making no money. You know, a lot of this is putting a hold on a lot of things that he has going. And basically, Mel is taking him, giving him a run for his goddamn money when it comes to stuff. And, Which she and he like, I can't believe she's doing this to me. Bruh, you, she won't be doing none of this to you had you kept your dick in your drawers. Because I really think she, w- she would have got past the cheat. I really do. Because she had just had the little baby. You know, I really thought, mm-hmm. I really think that Mel was going to get past that. But then you told her you had a baby on the way on Wednesday. Y'all went to the fucking beach, had a good day. And then you're going to come home and say, oh, no, she said they was, Mel said, actually, no, they were on the way home. And he said that the baby was on the way. <clears throat> Girl. So it, it was just, I'm just like, you, Martell. Like, and so, he he just him and Tisha they get on my nerves like she <sighs> she another one even like I, I don't know if you watched the episode where the mama was trying to talk to Mill and tell Mill you know she deserved better Girl, and then you yeah. see what Tisha like Mill is not your daughter Mill is not Tisha, you 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 don't like Mel that much, baby. Mel, Mel is not innocent. Like I said, like and I, I said, damn, she really don't like Mel. No, she don't like Mel because even in a new episode, honey, when Mel they're at they trying to have like a kumbaya. When kumbaya, they go on that retreat, I didn't watch that. Yeah, and Tisha, Tisha really was like, I think it's just BS. Like Tisha really not hearing it. She's not. She ain't trying to hear it, which, and I'm just like this, like, if that's how she feel, that's how she feel. You know, I feel like Mel was being real with her, because, you know, Tisha and Mel were, they were really, really close. close. Yeah. Like, really close, but Tisha just like, I just think it's a whole bunch of BS, and I'm not really trying to hear that, and Mel was just like, and I'm pretty sure Mel done, like, Mel got up and walked away like, but up. she right, said you know, that on one of the episodes, episode. like, she was just like, I'm not, Mel was literally like, I'm not about to deal with the drama, like, either she Either you do or you don't like at this point. Like, I don't really because she was just like, I'm not about to keep coming. To, I think she was saying along the lines, I'm not about to keep wanting her and try to mend something. This girl still got an issue. Like, get over it. Like, you and so because every time they together, Tisha is the one that brings it up. Like, every yeah. time, Mel be like, All right, yeah. and Mel will walk away. Respect. But and then Mel, and then the thing is, I think Mel, Mel just got a lot of stuff going on. Like, you dealing with your, you know, what I'm saying you, you divorced. He got bigger fish that, to you fry. Divorced, she ain't got you got four kids. Up there worried about no relationship with exactly. I wouldn't give a damn. You got four kids that you got to try to explain to know why mom and daddy not together no more. Like, mm-hmm. no, girl, I would have told them to kiss my tail, but that's ratchet TV, y'all. That's our ratchet TV. That's all the other shit, guys. <laughs> Uh, we just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Instagram. Um, yeah. You got any last goodbye words? No. Um, you guys make sure you all follow us on Instagram. Um, follow our business pages to come get this Nene Nequil. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. I think we had a good show and we will talk to you all again in two weeks. All right. Bye. Bye.